He's the son of music royalty Sting, but singer-songwriter Joe Sumner says it was Nirvana that made him want to become a musician. The LA-based dad of four has just released his first full-length album, Sunshine in the Night. Twelve beautifully evoked masterpieces that tell one story about love, life, and family. Currently getting high praises, opening for his dad all over the world, and we can see why. We were fortunate to get a listen when he performed live at the Life Minute studios earlier this month. This is a Life Minute with the uber-talented, fantastically fun Joe Sumner. Hi, this is Joe Sumner, and you're listening to Life Minute TV. Hello, nice to meet you. Uh, so nice to meet you. Thanks, Thanks for coming to Life Minute. Thank you for having me. Yay, such a pleasure. So tell us what you have going on. A new album coming out in October, you're touring. Absolutely. So I've been on tour since April 2022. It's now September 2023, so it's <laughs> been a long time. And the album is called Sunshine in the Night, and it's really all about me falling in love, getting married and having children, and um, just incredible joy and wonder that comes from all of that. So sunshine in the night, it's, you know, the darkness, the universe is dark and empty, and then there are these little points of light, man. It's beautiful, it really is. It's you know what I love about your music? You can hear every word you say. That's very, <laughs> I find that very important. So yeah. when I, in real life, it's hard for me to communicate and express myself. So when I put some, commit something to song, I really want it to be heard, and that's the main thing that I, that I focus on, is like get yeah. the sentiment across, get the words and make sure it's understood. Right, it's so, it's amazing because most people you can't understand what <laughs> yeah, they're saying. Yeah, that's you know? a vibe too. In so, you know, some people use voice as just an instrument. Right, and right. I'm, but I'm quite, I want it to be quite literary. And I also, I am singing the words every night. Yeah, and yeah. When, I, when I say something I don't quite believe in or I don't pay attention to, it sort of becomes part of me. And that uh, I want to be, I want to be saying positive things that I understand, that I, I can stand behind, and that are sort of integrated with who I really am. You can hear it; it sounds authentic. That's Good. cool. <laughs> 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 who played all the other instruments on your album? So I uh, had Blair Sinter on the drums. He used to play with Alanis Morissette. Cool. Paul Cartwright played the violins. Uh, Sylvain Carton played the flutes, and then I played everything else. So the guitars and bass and keyboards. Oh my and God. I didn't realize and, uh, that. Uh, there was a, a percussionist as well, Danny Frankel. He's a crazy guy. Um, how would you describe your sound? Well, it's, I always struggle with this, but I'm trying to be Jeff Buckley. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be Kurt Cobain, <laughs> by, you know, sound-wise. And when I started making this album, I decided it was going to be acoustic guitar and voice and nothing else. Uh -huh. And then two days in the studio, I was like, synthesizers, strings, flutes, big drums, everything's on it. So the sound is just whatever comes to mind, basically. I don't know. It's a, it's a, somebody, a friend of mine described it as like a magical crystal cave of sounds. So, <laughs> That's a good description. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's like very collective. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. Um, did you always know you wanted to be a musician? No, definitely no. not. Yeah, when I was a kid, that not it was not on the radar. Um, it was just I, when I heard Nirvana on the radio for the first time, <laughs> like th three seconds later, I was in a band. But until then, I was like video game creator or tester <laughs> or something like that. Um, and then suddenly, I just got the bug. And then I was in a band. We did a gig, and I'm like, this is it. Wow. This is what this is what I need to do. And were you self-taught in the guitar? Or? I had lessons with um, a very kind Scottish guy who was very 
patient with me. I didn't do my homework or practice ever, but I had lessons from the age sort of nine to 11. And because he didn't push me, I didn't quit. <laughs> I just kept it going. And then when I actually got interested in music, I was like, ah, oh, thank you, because now I have these basic skills going on. <laughs> and he played, he taught me classical guitar. Wow. So I kind of play like electric or acoustic guitar with a bit of a classical edge. Yeah. I do all this stuff. People are like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> was your dad supportive of that music career growing up? Yeah, always supportive. You know, I don't know if he always thought it was the best idea, but <laughs> he's, he's always been great about that. What has he taught you? <sighs> what has he taught me? So um, I think what I've learned from him is you have to be, you, when you're doing something creative, you have, to, you have to stand on your own and you have to ignore the haters and you have to know that however many people love you for what you do, X number of people will be like, either dismiss you completely or be annoyed by you. And that's just fine. Yeah. So that's what I've learned. Thick skin to it. Yeah, thick skin yeah. and just, you know, perspective. It's, yeah. I can imagine myself going to a concert, watching the, watching the band and saying, eh, I don't like it. And it's my opinion, but the band, they don't care. They have one, everyone is loving it or they're doing yeah. their thing. That's fine. So you've got to have that kind of distant perspective. Yeah. yeah. And you're touring with your dad. Yep. How is that? It's good. It's good. It's a very amazingly privileged situation. Um, I just, COVID kind of really wrecked everybody's yeah. touring careers. So the people who had, you know, the infrastructure to set up and still be able to go out and tour, my dad's one of them. Um, it, I, couldn't, I couldn't have done it on my own at that time. So it's really nice to be able to get out on the road and just try these songs and reach audiences and, um, I've noticed actually the audiences are so much more excited now because they they realize yeah, what it is to miss it. live music for two years. Yeah. They really appreciate it and it's it's a proper show. That's amazing. It's, a, it's fantastic. So I'm I'm loving it. Everybody loves it too. Everyone said, "Oh my God, it's such a you put on such a great show with your dad," and it's just it's great. Yeah, I do my set in the beginning and then I'll come and do a little cameo with him towards the end, just to get the you know the whole show to feel connected. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about playing live. Um, what are fans going to get when they see you come play live? Well, basically, I, I come out and play as just me. I've got my guitar. I've got a little some loops, and I'll sing to any size audience, and you'll be able to hear the lyrics I'm saying. And hopefully, <laughs> That's <for sure>. <laughs> can, yeah, I try and be super clear about that. And you'll, you know, wherever you're sitting in the room. Hopefully you'll hear those and you'll feel what I'm talking about. Awesome. Do you ever try to deviate because you're live, or do you? Yeah, I, I make it up as I go along. Yeah. This is the great thing about yeah. I'm playing alone, so I can just decide what happens as it's happening. But of course, you have a family. How how has that been, like touring, and how do you manage to juggle everything? And uh, well, uh, my family. Well, it's that's the hardest part of the the whole thing. So yeah. I grew up. My dad was always touring. And I've always promised not to be that. The last couple of years, it's ended up being that, just because I was making up for the lost time in, in COVID. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I think it's something you can't really explain until it's happening. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you just, you know, I'm just sort of swanning into an arena and playing a big show, and that's the best thing in the world. But I'm like, yeah, yeah. but I, I would like to be home. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's my other goal, yeah. is to be very more strategic and just like be able to get home and 
be a proper dad. I can imagine that's hard. So now do you understand now maybe better? <laughs> well, it's a, you know, it's a wrench for sure. It's a big dilemma. You know, most jobs don't let you go in halfway. That's the, that's the problem. Oh, oh, how do you do it? Unless they come with you. Well, that's the, that would be my goal. Oh. <laughs> just be like a traveling, but it'd be the Partridge family. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Um, did you like the police growing up? I didn't really know what was going on. Wow. They were, the, you know, they were doing their thing, and I was like the kid. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What musicians do you listen to now? Who do you think are good? Who do I think is good now? Yeah. I just I listen to completely random music at all times. So I like to f have someone else recommend me things. I couldn't. I can't even tell you what I'm listening to at the moment. <laughs> the last thing that I sort of really piqued my interest there was a couple of bands at Japanese Breakfast. Um, we'll check it out. Japanese right. Breakfast is cool. The Lazy Eyes. Okay. They're like an Australian guitar band. Um, what else? I mean, this, the, here's the thing about music now. People are like, oh, there's no good songs anymore. I'm like, there's mm -hmm. so much good music. It's just very hard to find it. And it's hard to remember yeah, what it that's is. that's right. Because yeah. everybody's got access to all of the, the, the greatest studios of all time on their laptops and at home and stuff. So yeah. they're making great stuff. It's a good time for music. But yeah, it's, it's a hard time for knowing <laughs> what you're listening to. <laughs> for sure. Anybody you want to collab with or, you know, in the oh, I'd love to collab with so many people. I really, um, I've been hanging out a little bit with Matt Bellamy from Muse and I'd love to do some stuff with him because he's just a, a madman genius <laughs> and a very nice guy. So that would be my, that would be my next goal. And he's, he's stylistically so far away from me at the moment. I'd, <laughs> I'd love to do that. That's so cool. What's next? What's something you want to do next? What's next? Well, this album's going to come out, and everyone is going to feel what they feel about it. And I'm going to take that on board. And I've I've got a whole bunch of new songs to re record. So, yeah. in a couple of months, I want to be very structured and say set myself a task and make a new album. And that's that's what's up. Uh, uh, you look so much like your dad. <laughs> so freaky. <laughs> I'm sure everyone says that. Are you freaking out? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You don't actually sound like him, though. You sound different. Uh, you know, yeah. A little bit, but I almost got like a, a Bono vibe. Do people tell you that? People, uh, people tell me that when I sing bit. sometimes. Yeah, your vo is, that voice. That's yeah, nice. That's yeah. nice. But um, I don't know what people say. People say I look like Luke Wilson, and then I sound like I don't know. <laughs> from XTC. But whatever, I'm not the one looking, so <laughs> whatever you think. Um, so you travel a lot, what's something you always travel with? What's something I always travel with? Well, uh, I've always got to travel with my phone and my guitar. <laughs> and your guitar. Guitar, that's it. Phone and guitar. Phone, because I've got to be in touch with the kids and wife. But guitar, always. Where's home base? Home base, I live in LA. In LA, yeah. okay. What are some things that you love to do in LA? In LA, you can drive to the beach or the mountains in a very short time. I like to go hiking. I like to just get sunburned all day long <laughs> and um, see crazy people and beautiful people uh, all at the same time. And you're from London, right? Uh, yeah. What are your favorite things about London? London, my favorite thing about London is uh, ordering a pint of beer and walking into the middle of the street and being perfectly entitled to do that. What's your favorite cocktail and comfort food? Ooh, well, I like a lot of food. Sushi is just my favorite food in the world. 
I could eat sushi until the cows come home. <clears throat> my favorite cocktail, this is my wife's creation. It's called an Eastern Standard with uh, Blanco tequila. Mm. It's serious and it goes down like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what does music do for people? Mm. Music, well, music makes you feel less alone. It can heal you, it can transform your day, it can take you out of, out of your head and into your body. Can bring you together as a community. Can do all kinds of stuff, and it can annoy you <laughs> a lot. And it can make you do things you didn't want to do until you did. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Since this is Life Minute, what's a life lesson or tip you'd give people? Well, not an original tip, but life is not as long as you think. It's also not as short as you think. Here's, okay, here's how I sum it up. Live every day like it could be your last, but probably won't. That's a good one. <laughs> like you gotta, yeah, you gotta think a little bit long term, but not not too much. But don't be too, uh, you know, carpe diem can cause a lot of problems. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> uh, you're gonna play for us, right? Today? I'm gonna play for you. Yes. What are you gonna play? Uh, I'm gonna play my new single, Live Life. How perfect for life. Perfect. Minute. It's I love exactly it. yeah, Live Life Minute. Yay! <laughs> hey, it's Joe Sumner. This is my song, Live Life. We were born without a clue in our heads. We were ghosts fast asleep in our beds. This is wake up. Now it's time to be here Now you're falling in love Now you're tasting the fear With some luck You will learn how to breathe If you can look There's a whole world to see If you can hear me Well it's three out of three And if you can't There's still so much you can be We're gonna live We're gonna live We're gonna sun in the sky where there is joy there's a reason to cry where there's a question there's a how and a why whoever made this place is a complex guy you're gonna catch the wave now you live in the dream you're gonna feel so low that it's hard to believe you're gonna eat dirt the next is cookies and cream you're gonna fly you're gonna scream Life is good, but it's not fair at all. There's so much luck on different sides of the world. Wish I could tell you that it's gonna be fine, but you could wake up and be out of your mind. You're gonna make great.
great friends and watch them die You're gonna blacken paradise with your terrible lies You're gonna fashion the world with a jealous eye But you wouldn't change a thing and neither would I We're gonna live We're gonna live We're gonna live We're gonna To see more of this interview, visit our website, lifeminute.tv. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Life Minute TV.